Let's get to our next guest because he's had a busy off season and they're gearing up for what is going to be an exciting year with some expectations on the team. There's no doubt about that. He's the CEO of the Adelaide Football Club. His name's Tim Silvers. Tim, thanks for your time. G'day, Kane. G'day, Jared. Thanks e- for having me. Expectations are nice because it means you've done a pretty good job to this point, Tim. Uh, how's your attitude around people expecting you to be pretty good this year? Yeah, look, for us, finals are now on the agenda. We believe we've been building. We, we, it was a, an aggressive rebuild by our footy club. Like we, we, we cut really hard. We made some tough decisions, and we've been able to stick to that plan for for a long period of time. We felt we were really close to finals last year, and we could have been a, a goal kick or so, a so away. So we feel like we're doing a lot of the right things, and um, yeah, we feel like this is the year that we want to really challenge for finals and um, put a put a bit of a stake in it in the ground. So and and also for our supporters, we've had to be patient, and they've had to be patient, and we want them to ride a bit of the journey. So they've been with a few of the downs and we feel like they deserve some, I don't know, some victories and some reward. And um, we're hoping that we can deliver it in the not too distant future. So let's get that on the record, Tim. Uh, a pass mark is finals. I don't like to put a, put a, uh, a number on it, but look, that that is, we're, we're not shying away from where we were aiming and we're aiming for finals. As a footy club, we've been building and we are aiming for finals. All right, and the question you've been asked a lot, and I, look, I like your response, is around the coach and his contract and when's the right time to sign him. You say you are in no rush. There's been some pressure from others. I work with David King and he says, right, well, if you don't sign him now, there's the risk that he could go somewhere else. I think you've played it nicely, Tim, but the time frame around it and your language is important. It is, it is. But what I can say about Nixie, that we've been part of this together with him as a footy club to commit to this rebuild. He's been there every step of the way. He's built a terrific culture. He's got a good team around him and the players have really bought in. So he's done a terrific job. Um, The contract is on the agenda for us and we're starting to have positive discussions around that. But there is no timeline. If you're going to play finals again, you can't simply rely on the big Texan who's uh, found his best form late in his career. Uh, the The Thrill Thorpe the thrill seeker. The thrill seeker. When is he? When do you think he's uh, uh, going to produce the thrills we're expecting of him on a regular basis? Uh, Texan has been a bit like Benjamin Button over the last couple of years. He, he's been terrific to kick seventy-six goals when he's in his thirty-third year was yep. just a terrific outcome. But as you say, we, we can't rely on that forever, and it's it's definitely um, coming soon. That potentially a retirement for him. So. We're really excited by having Riley um, with our footy club. He's had a great pre-season, a terrific pre-season. He's been on our list as he's going into his fourth year. We do know big type, the tall keys, they take a bit of time. And he's probably, it hasn't been an exception to that. But we feel like he's, he's left no stone unturned. He's in a good spot. He's had a terrific pre-season. And we're going to back him in for a really good year. Just got a couple of questions about your, your trade period, Tim. In the end, it was uneventful, really, but it wasn't without trying. How serious did you look at Clayton Oliver? Oh, look, look, we look at all players that are going to improve our list. Um, and you know, I think there was Harrison Petty was also another player that, that we certainly looked at. Um, but we, we didn't want to make trades for the sake of trades. We were able to bring in some couple of real talented players over the last couple of years with Isaac Rankin and Jordan Dawson. Probably no one expected him 
we thought he was good, um, but and we thought he had leadership. But to be our captain in his second year and then be all Australian was a was a really terrific outcome. But we we didn't want to trade for the sake of trading. Um, we we got Chris Burgess in, which is a bit of key position position mm. depth. And look, we'll, we'll be aggressive over the next 12 months to hopefully top up our list. But in, internally, we we do think we've got the makings of a terrific list. We've got some really good young players. We we spoke about Riley. We've got. Luke Pedler, we've, we've got some kids that are developing and we're hoping they can take the next step, which will um, hurdle us hopefully towards finals. Yeah, you've got a couple. Saligo, Rochelle, there's a fair few of them. Barry's a, a good player. The due diligence factor on a player that you're looking to recruit. So take Clayton Oliver out. Let's let's go to the draft, for example. And Jared and I have been talking a lot about Taron Thomas and, and were there warning signs in his draft year that North failed to, to pick up. Do you, do you leave that solely in the hands of Hamish Ogilvie and, and Justin Reid and your list management crew, or do you and the board get involved, if need be, with a player that may have a few red flags? Oh, we've got a terrific list management team and that they've done a, done a really good job, especially over, over the last couple of years with their recruiting and bringing in some traded-in players. Um, so we would back them in on, on most things. Uh, look, as, as a board or as a CEO, potentially there's some due diligence on, on certain individuals, but we've got the processes in place. We think that w- they would deliver that in terms of what, what they do in terms of day-to-day through psych testing, through, through an array of different things, through, through their extensive interviews. But depending on the individual, potentially the board would get involved. Mm. Now, the... Uh Rumour has it that you drew up a list of about a dozen items that you wanted the AFL to uh, furnish to your club, given the disaster of uh, goal umpire gate last year, which cost you a spot in the flag. How many of the list did you get up? That's a rumour. That is a rumour. Um, look, we, we, we were very, very disappointed with it, with that outcome, it must be said. Yep. And uh, you know, we had a lot of discussions with the AFL about how how they could, um, you know, at the time they couldn't overturn the decision, but we were just really disappointed as a footy club and we felt we had to stand up. Um, look, we spoke to them about, um, you know, potentially supporting us through different initiatives that could be our fixture, etc. But the reality is, I think if I step back and I look at what our footy club produced last year, I know we only won... 11 games, but we, we did deliver in big games. We're an exciting brand of footy and, um, you know, clubs wanted to watch us. Spectators came to our game. So yep. it, even though people were talked to, we've got, I think we've got six marquee games out of our first 14. So Thursday or Friday night, which is more than we've had in the last three or four years in total. But I also think our, our club and our list probably deserved it. Mm. Is it good enough that nothing's changed in terms of the technology for season 2024? Tim, I know the AFL is working hard on on the chip in the ball and that doesn't seem too far away, but is it satisfactory that nothing has changed? That's a good question. I, I And they are working hard on it, but I am also been in the industry for 20 years and I look at a lot of other sports and I can see how professional they are in terms of VAR and different different technologies. I thought being the most professional sport in the country that we we need to fast track our improvement there. So um, I think that's something that we can certainly get better in, and we need to fast track it. I know we put more staff potentially in the arc, and and that's an improvement. But if we want to be the best league going, I, I think we need the best goal line technology to go with it. Elliot Himmelberg was an interesting uh, decision. The Giants were really keen on securing him. 
and you were probably happy to let him go if you had have picked up uh, maybe Petty from Melbourne. But in the end, he stays on your list. Um, is he a long-term fixture on your list or is he just covering a hole? Oh, Elliot's been on our list for, for a number of years, I think seven in total. So he's coming into his eighth. We are trying a few different things with Elliot this year. He's been training. He was a little bit injured, missed a bit of the pre-season, which is disappointing, set him back a little bit. But he's been training as a, as a defender. Yep. And we think that's, a, that's an area for our footy club that we need we need more of. We've got, obviously got injuries with uh, Nick Murray at the minute. Um, Jordan Butts has also been injured. That uh, that key position defender is a, is an opportunity for mm. him, and I, I think we're hopeful that he can um, step up and take it with both hands. Uh, Sam Powell-Pepper will front the tribunal tomorrow. Um, Tim, how did you assess the incident uh, with him and Mark Keane? Uh, how did I assess it? I was I was disappointed for Keane. He's he's had such a terrific pre-season. He's been outstanding in all the match simulation, and then to uh, get knocked out in the first minute was pretty disappointing for him and his and his family and the footy club um but I, look i don't want to probably get into specifics about how i assessed it but what what i do know is that concussion is a very serious in, issue in our game um you know with angus brayshaw uh last week and we've had paul seedsman that um i expect that the afl will deal with these issues not just for uh power pepper but all, all players and i'll be expecting um they might set a precedent here, but I don't know what that looks like. Mm. All right, let's talk about Rory Sloan. How, how's he recovering from his eye injury? And and look, did you encourage him to retire, Tim? I just thought with what he's put his body through, with what he's been able to get out of himself, and when we get to repeat issues with eyes and the fact that it can affect your long-term future, can you take us inside those conversations at all? Oh, respectfully, I, I would never ask him to retire. I'd mm. never ask any of our players to, to retire. He's he's a warrior of our footy club. Um, it's it was it's certainly a worry the eye injury, but he's he's come back. He's had his operation. He's been back at the footy club. He's he's not glass half full sort of guy. He's glass overflowing. Yeah. He's been very positive. He's he's put in over the last couple of weeks. He's been running. There's been no talk of retirement in any way, shape, or form. It's about. What can you do to get back as soon as possible? So we'll work. Player welfare is our priority, I should say. We'll work with the specialists. But, um, you know, I, I don't expect him to be retiring. Mm. He put on the agenda goggles. Uh, has he had any fitted? And is that still on the cards? Uh, look, you're probably best best to ask him. I, I know he's going to work with the specialists and look at, look at options there. I haven't seen him running around with the goggles, I must admit. But mm. uh, it, if it's... If it's best for his protection and what he needs to continue to play footy, knowing Rory, he'll be doing it. Leadership groups uh, were on the menu last week. How do you arrive at yours? What was that? Sorry, Jared. Leadership groups. I mean, some clubs have two, some have four, some have eight. And I think you had a a fairly large leadership group, which uh, we talked about last week. Um, Look, for us, we've, we've been on a journey over the last couple of years. We had Taylor Walker... And Rory Sloan is our, our leaders and yep. captains. And we had terrific leadership from those two. They, they, they were major leaders of our footy club. But when I got in a couple of years ago, we had some potential up-and-coming leaders. But uh, below that, there was a bit of a, a dearth, we thought. So what we wanted to do over the last couple of years is provide, you know, make sure we've got some depth of leadership and diversity. So 
what we've done this year is that we've got the four from last year, which is Jordan Dawson. He's been a terrific captain in his in his first year, and we expect him to be captain of our footy club for a long time. We've got the three vices, which is uh, Keys, O'Brien, and Smith, who've been in the leadership yep. group for a number of years. So that they're they're, I suppose, the bulk of it, and they're, they're, they've led the club for, for a period of time. But what we wanted to do was provide a bit more depth of leadership to show that this, this club is evolving. There's a bit of an evolution here, and we, we wanted to bring on, and this was led by the players as well. The players voted, but it wasn't only the players. It was the coaches. There was a number of different stakeholders. It also had approval from the board. But we wanted to bring in some 22- to 26-year-olds who were going to be the leaders of our next year. So they won't want to take it forward. So we, we've got an array of different types of players and different personalities that we think are going to be a really good fit, learn from, the, from I suppose, the top senior four leaders. And it also shows our younger players, be it uh, Michael Annie, Pedler, Rochelle, Saligo, that leadership isn't too far away for those guys. And put your hand up, make a difference and um, improve our footy club. And you know, we've thought eight is potentially a large number, but eight out of the 40, 44 on our list, we think it's a nice web of influence across the whole list. All right, Tim. Uh, it's a big year. Uh, there is expectation from outside, and also it sounds like from within, you've done a great job since taking over as CEO, as has the whole of the footy club, and, and the time is now. So go get them. Good luck for the year. Thanks, Kane. Thanks, Jared. Appreciate your support.